welcome to another episode of ABC Gotham. My name is Kate, and with me, as always, is Kathleen. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, here we go. Episode S. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I, I'm a little sad we haven't covered this until now, and uh, I don't think we give Staten Island enough love. Not even close. And this is, once again, this this happens quite frequently. I will read up on something because we need to do it for a letter, and I'm like, man, why haven't I been here yet? I can't believe, I've been here, I can't believe, yeah. <laughs> You've been here. I we've had a lot of stuff lately where I'm like, I've been there, it's awesome, and you're mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. It's definitely out of the way. Yes. But it's it's pretty amazing, mm-hmm. and if you've looked at the title of the episode, you already know we're talking about Sailor's Snug Harbor That's right. in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which looks gorgeous and amazing and super fun. They have activities, stuff for kids, stuff for grown-ups. It looks like a great yeah. place. We're definitely going there. And it's got even a little ghost story to tell you at the end, which mm. I'm always excited when I can do that. Mm-hmm. It's not too hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take the Staten Island Ferry to the St. George Terminal, and from there, hop on the S50, which drops you right outside the gates. Nice. And you could also bike there, which is is actually a pretty nice ride. It's mm-hmm. it, You get out there, and you're like, I'm not even in the city anymore. It's so... Mm-hmm beautiful i love it i've only been once but i spent a whole day there take a picnic it's gorgeous and worth like an entire day that's it and i'm seeing a lot of parallels to governor's island yes definitely a lot of things remind me of that that's episode g our first time through so check that out if you haven't yet check that out and i got engaged last year i'm getting i'm getting married this year and this is actually a place i had thought of Mm. as a wedding location because you can get married there and there's Mm -hmm. some beautiful gardens which we'll talk about but in the end it was just a little too far mostly because a lot of my people are coming from way out of town Mm -hmm. so it was a little out of the way but for us that live here in the city it's not that bad just go it's great you'll love it you know mentally it would be like a destination wedding because mentally like if you haven't been there you're like staying island do i need a car what i know i was like well should we get a hotel room Mm -hmm. Where's my family going to stay? Mm-hmm, so it, it mm-hmm. didn't work out. But we're st- we actually are getting married in a very historic location. So yes. I'm happy about that. And Kate is right. A lot of people do get married here. We'll even have a couple of those photos up on the Facebook page. Definitely check them out because it is beautiful, especially in the summer and a lot of greenery and these beautifully manicured lawns. But we are getting ahead of ourselves. Kate, what are we talking about? So we are talking about an 83-acre park mm-hmm. along the Kill Van Cull north shore of Staten Island. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, 83 acres is enormous. That's huge. Kevin, do you actually know how many acres Central Park is? I don't know. <laughs> oh, neither. So hold on. I'm going to tell you. So I'm going to look it up. So All right. So while you look it up, I'll have... tell people what it is today, and then we'll go over some of the background. Today, Snug Harbor in Staten Island is a cultural center and a botanic garden. It has a bunch of different very cool, amazing things. It has the New York Chinese Scholars Garden, which kind of sounds like the crown jewel of this place. We'll get into that in a minute. It has the Newhouse Center for Contemporary Art, Snug Harbor's Heritage Farm, the Staten Island Children's Museum, and the Staten Island Botanic Garden. It has the Snug Harbor Dance Center. It has an amazing horticulture program. It has an artist-in-residency program. There are national historic landmark buildings there. It is even a Smithsonian affiliate. This is... I know, that's exciting. There's some heavy-duty stuff going on here, guys. you got to go see this. 
It is, yeah. And to give you some sense of how big it is, it's an 83-acre park, as I said earlier. Mm -hmm. Central Park is an 843. So it's smaller than Central Park. (laughs) It's a a tenth of the size of Central Park. It's still huge. And that sounds like a manageable thing to do in a day because I've tried to do Central Park in a day and it's not realistic. It's not. It's Mm -hmm, not doable. mm -hmm. Now, it was originally a home for aged sailors. We'll get into that entire backstory. And uh, right now, if you go today, you can see 26 buildings ranging from Greek Revival, Beaux-Arts, Italianate. Italianate? Italians. Italian. You're in art school. You tell me. I, I don't really know how to pronounce that word, but we'll say Italian. And Victorian-style buildings, a lot of people consider the most beautiful part of Staten Island and an important reminder of how New York City was a harbor town. We were a seafaring town. Right. So some of the buildings Kathleen was talking about, the five interlocking Greek revival buildings at Snug mm. Harbor, they are considered the most ambitious moment of the classic revival in the United States. Whoa. Yeah. They're, ex- you can't miss them. It's when you first get there. There are Greek, when we say Greek revival, they're Greek temple style buildings, mm. if you can imagine that. They're built around 1833 and they form a symmetrical composition on Richmond Terrace, an eight columned portico at the center and two six column porticos on either end. It's gorgeous. It sounds amazing. I kind of want to live there. <laughs> Much like Governor's Island, I can't. You can't. I can't. So, Kathleen, Mm -hmm. this space Mm -hmm. has not always been there. As we know, Staten Island was largely farm was farmland for the majority of its existence, Mm -hmm. and it was founded through the bequest of Captain Richard Randall. Mm -hmm. Now he left his country estate in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. These are the boundaries of his estate. Fifth Avenue to Broadway, and then 10th Street to the southern side of 8th Street, which would be adjacent to what's now Washington Square Park. Kathleen, is there a um, some kind of park or something? There? <laughs> There's a Kmart there. There's uh, Astor yes. Place is there. No, you know, unless I missed it, there is not a, a park or a farm or either no. of those things there. No, no. no. It's actually kind of smart when when they did it. Um, That's what he left to become an institution, as Kathleen said, for, I love this, aged, decrepit, and worn-out seamen. They were very blunt in the old days. They were not shy. Like, he's decrepit, broken down, useless, burnt out, former sailor. So his idea was that this farmland that was his Mm -hmm. could become a home for sailors. Mm-hmm. However, his heirs just took it to court. They were like, no, 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 no. The will was challenged. Finally, it was settled. Yes, yeah, see, imagine time- that. And on one hand, I'm like, those guys are jerks. He bequested it. End of discussion. Yeah. And on the other hand, that was ridiculously valuable land and city was being built up around it. And, right. uh, you know, the heirs... When I initially read that they took they challenged this, I thought it was, oh, they wanted to get the land for themselves. They that's so much money and they wanted that, and so they they challenged this will. But what actually happened is they didn't get that land. 
in Manhattan. The land was leased. Right. The money that ran Snug Harbor for years and years and years and years and years just came from the leased land that they never built Mm -hmm. this home on in Manhattan. So it was really kind of smart to have made that change rather than building this home for aged, decrepit seamen in Manhattan. They leased the land in Manhattan and the money went to support a big and spectacular space that was a home for aged and decrepit seamen so it did meet the demands of the behest sort of right it works out in the end Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a bit more serene yes where snug harbor ends up being Mm -hmm. i can't imagine how serene it would have been in the middle of manhattan also that area was rural when he bequested it Mm -hmm. and by the time they get out of court that area is already developed. Like it, it moved that fast. Yeah, yeah. So they changed the site to another big area, a hundred and thirty acre plot on Staten Island that he also had owned. Man, mm-hmm. this guy owned like tons of property. Ugh, businessman. Yeah. So by eighteen thirty three, it's officially opened. Mm-hmm. Really, what an amazing space! Definitely. I feel like we can keep talking about how beautiful it is, but you're not going to get it until you go see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And its initial group of residents was just 37 men in a single building. That is now the centerpiece in the row of those five Greek Revival temple buildings on the waterfront. And it, the amount of people living there goes up quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. In its peak in the late 19th century, there were a thousand retired sailors living there. It must have been so, very desirable. I imagine people wanted I to live so. there, especially if you didn't have a family or, or, or somewhere else to retire to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in um, one of its famous residents, famous adjacent, I think, mm-hmm. was Captain Thomas Melville, who has a famous brother, Herman Melville, was its governor. Heard that name Melville before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of famous adjacent. Mm-hmm. And this place was very self-sustaining. They produced their own electricity and steam, grew their own food. They had their own water supply. There was a church, a cemetery, a hospital, a theater, a library. And it really flourished when the suburbs were developing around it. And this is interesting. The old sailors liked being near the harbor. They could watch the boats. And the trustees liked having them away from the temptations of the city. Exactly, yes. Because I guess an old yeah. sailor is still a sailor. I think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about the heyday of Snug Harbor, but... There was a murder-suicide in 1863. Yes, there was. The New York Times wrote about it. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so your opening sentence in a journalistic article is like, is your lead, right? You're supposed to hit the the main points and draw people in to read it. 1863 was back when the lead in the New York Times could be something like, at nine o'clock yesterday morning, a most atrocious homicide was committed at the Sailor's Snug Harbor, Staten Island. A sailor, Herman Ingalls, shot the chaplain, Reverend Robert A. Quinn, on his way home from services in the sailor's chapel. The quote was, you'll expose me, I know you will, if you live. And the sailor, Herman Ingalls, drew a double-barreled pistol from his pocket and fired at Reverend Quinn, which entered his left breast under the heart. Reverend Quinn reeled for a few seconds, and then he dropped dead, exclaiming, I'm shot I'm shot. I kind of love that part. Like, he's shot, and he's like, takes the moment to be like, I'm shot. I'm shot. (laughs) 
Then Ingalls turned the gun on himself, placed the gun against his head and fired, killed himself. There's We've provided the link to the original story below from the 1863 New York Times article. This is an interesting article. As a little side note, I feel like someone had to transcribe it and it must have been very hard to read because right. a lot of the words in it are just full of question marks that must have been illegible. So it's a bit like yeah. solving a puzzle. If you like solving puzzles, take a look at this article. I highly recommend it. Well, my favorite quote from this article, though, is the quote that says, like, when the sailor turned the gun on himself, mm-hmm. um, Herman Ingalls, the quote is, the shot tore away his entire lower jaw. How graphic, New York Times. Wow. You don't really get that kind of grisly oh. detail in stories nowadays. Oh. <laughs> so this is all the heyday, you mm-hmm. know, the murder-suicide and everything. Mm-hmm. During post all of this, there are a thousand sailors living there. By the mid-20th century, Snug Harbor's having some money problems. Mm-hmm. A lot of these big, huge structures fall into disrepair. You've also got, think about mid 20th century you've probably got less retired sailors Mm -hmm. and also there was social security now so there wasn't quite the situation of a lot of destitute sailors out there exactly by the 1950s fewer than 200 residents remained and by the 1960s the institution's trustees were going to redevelop the site with high-rise buildings of course they were kate but the new the new new york that sounds weird. It is the new New York. It was. Yeah. The, the new New York City Landmarks Commission stepped forward to save it. Yay! Yay! They're like our heroes. They're awesome. So they not only designated them landmark structures, putting them on the National Register of Historic Places in 1965, each building has its own individual landmark. Nice. Which is good. Like, you know, rather than just the whole place being grouped together... It really protects the buildings to have each one individually landmarked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Kate, do you want to go visit some old old uh, sailors right now? Do you want to go to Snug Harbor and visit some? Not while it's 12 degrees outside. But <laughs> you know, also, the sailors aren't there anymore. They're not there anymore. Exactly. Mm. It's not a retirement home anymore. I wish it was because it's where yeah. I'd retire. Oh, yeah. However, it is the trustees of the Sailor's Snug Harbor in the city of New York continues its work. Mm-hmm. uses its fund to help retired sailors across the country. So now right. it's become a bit more of a national organization. Exactly. And there's still an institution for old sailors. They actually have property down in a town called Sea Level, North Carolina. And that's actually just down the road from a hospital run by Duke University Medical Center because there had been some concerns that they needed an infirmary. They needed better medical care on the yeah, on the exactly. campus. And now they are all down in North Carolina. Incidentally, a town whose name is Sea Level is extremely hard to Google. I can imagine. You get all kinds of other information, not about the town called Sea Level. Mm-hmm. So now, Snug Harbor is owned by the city of New York, and it is the cultural and educational center we had mentioned. Yes, which opened in 1976. Mm -hmm. It opened to the public. And 2008, it merged with the Staten Island Botanical Garden, and Mm -hmm. so it's the Sailor Snug Harbor and Staten Island Botanical Gardens. Mm -hmm. 
as Kathleen said, it's now Smithsonian affiliated as well, which is pretty great. So now we can go into some of these really amazing gardens, which really beautiful. Kathleen, there's a maze, which, you know, I'm always a big fan of. Ooh, I didn't even know that. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. It's, um, there are several gardens. I really could take, I would suggest like taking the morning to check out the buildings and mm-hmm. then taking the afternoon to check out the gardens. Just That sounds like a good plan when the weather is warmer. When the weather's warm. <laughs> Some of the amazing gardens include the White Garden, mm-hmm. which is inspired by Vita Sackville West's famous garden at Seasickhurst. <laughs> and my favorite, maybe tied for first place, is Connie Gretz's Secret Garden, which Ooh. has the maze as well as a castle and a walled secret garden. Oh my lord. I know, I know. I didn't know it any of this favorite. stuff. I know a little bit about the New York Chinese Scholars Garden. I know it was designed and mostly fabricated in china and then it was brought over here and there are some areas that have the most beautiful soothing names there's the wandering in bamboo courtyard there's the moon embracing pool and there's one of my favorites gurgling rock bridge oh my lord it's beautiful (laughs) so yeah as this part of the garden is a one acre retreat Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It reflects 18th and 19th century Ming Dynasty mm. um, garden design. Just the so beautiful. I can't. We have to put pictures up. Definitely. You get in there and you can't hear any traffic. It's just quiet. There are beautiful waterfalls. Amazing. It's really great. Really, really great. I want to go. Why can't? Why is it so cold out? I know. You know what? Wait till spring. It's I. I know everybody goes to the cherry blossom fest in mm-hmm. Boca Botanic Gardens, mm-hmm. but there are some really beautiful things going on at Snug Harbor in the spring. So I mm-hmm. feel like that's when it's really good to go. This part of the garden we were just talking about, the Chinese Scholars Garden, is also an area you can get married in. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. It has like a like an open area. It's kind of set up to have a wedding in one Mm. section and then you can like wander the gardens as you like so as kathleen talked about there's some other amazing places Mm -hmm. the new house center which we talked about briefly is really great showcase for artists the staten island children's museum if your kids get tired in the afternoon and it's hot you want to go inside somewhere (laughs) that's a really awesome place the art lab is a fine and applied art school Mm. Founded in 1975, and they offer residencies, really amazing space. The Music Hall, which is on the property, is the second oldest music hall in New York City. Oh opened Lord. in 1892. You can still see live music there. Really cool. Hmm. Another building that's on the property is the Matron's Cottage or the Matron's House, which I actually walked by but didn't realize it was haunted. <laughs> but it's very beautiful building. We have a picture on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. The matron's cottage is exa- pretty much what it sounds like. It's where the female staff for Snug Harbor lived because, of course, you had to have them in a separate location away of from those course. retired sailors. Mm-hmm. These women did the women's work of the time. Laundry, cooking meals, providing day-to-day services. Mm-hmm. And the woman in charge of these female staff members was called the matron, hence the name of the cottage. Sure. So this is where we get into a little bit of rumor. Mm. So the rumor is that in the late late 1800s, the matron who ran the house had was extremely strict, 
no fraternizing between the women she supervised and the sailors. Mm. But the legend says she broke her own rule, had an affair with a man living on the grounds, possibly in what's known as Cottage B. I don't know how they know that. Mm. But had an illegitimate son <gasps> from the affair. This being the late 1800s, she had to keep it secret and supposedly kept her son in the basement in chains until he was 13. Oh, my God. I know. So dark. Whoa. That got At, real dark real fast. Whoa. I know. Chains. At some point, he was when he was 13, he escaped and killed her and tried to hide in the woods behind Snug Harbor. Oh. Yeah. He was found by members of the Snug Harbor community and reportedly hanged on a tree behind the matron's house. The tree was recently removed due to storm damage. <laughs> so, through the years, unusual things have happened, including hearing chain rattling sounds in the basement, mm. doors that spontaneously unlock, cold spots, you know, ghosty stuff. <laughs> Rushing noises, dropped things, you know. Shrieks <laughs> in the night. So that's that's my little Snug Harbor ghost story. Oh, my you goodness. You can uh, go there yourself and see if, if you get a picture of a ghost, please mm. send it to us. Please do, yes. We would be interested to see that. Yes. That was in case, like, the beautiful gardens and the lovely architecture wasn't enough to draw you there. Right, I right. I thought a ghost story could get everybody else to go. Because really, what does it take? This, I mean... This has the full package. <laughs> it's got everything. It does. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you learned a little something about Staten Island you didn't know before. Yeah, we hope you are adequately compelled to actually go out there and see it. It sounds amazing. I know I'll be going there as soon as it warms up. I think we just need like a Staten Island day, like historic Richmond Town, Snug Harbor, hit up a couple things. Yeah. Well, we will talk to you next time. Stay tuned for episode T. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. the crimson skyline bruises black and lights up like a favorite song. I wish you could be For more ABC Gotham, go to our website, abcgotham.podbean.com. Special thanks to Podcasting's Brock. Music for ABC Gotham is by Big Rude Jake. ABC Gotham is a K2 production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. I wish you could be here with me on this night of New York City. Yeah.